Randall Parker's Bedtime Stories. Hello boys and girls, it's Uncle Randall here to tell you a bedtime story. Thinking about it, Uncle Randall sounds a bit creepy, don't it? Just call me Randall, that sounds much better, doesn't it? Yeah, Uncle Randall makes me sound like one of them strangers, that's what your mummies and daddies warn you about. Yeah, best steer clear of them nutters, kids. Most of them just want to lock you away in a box and only get you out to dance for them when their neighbours are buggered off out shopping so they can't hear you scream. Actually, I know a story about a little girl who was pestered by a stranger. Would you like to hear it? I don't know why I'm asking. I'm going to tell you anyway, whether you want me to or not. This story is called The Tale of Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time, there was a little girl who lived in a village near the forest. Doesn't say which forest, just a forest. Could be anywhere. Whenever she went out, the little girl always wore a red riding cloak, so everyone in the village called her Little Red Riding Hood. Which did annoy her, as her name was Susan, and she was so upset no one took the time to ask her her real name. Anyways, one morning, Little Red Riding Hood asked her mother if she could go and visit her granny, as it had been a while since she'd seen each other, and Little Red Riding, or Susan to her friends, uh, knew that granny had not been well and suffering from an extreme bout of the shit. Sorry, Granny had a bit of a runny tummy. That's a good idea, said Mummy. Granny's bumhole is really sore with all them hot trumps she's been doing. You can drop her off some of that posh bog roll she loves so much. So they packed a nice basket for Little Red Riding Hood to take to her Granny. When the basket was ready, the little girl put on her red cloak and kissed her mother goodbye. Remember, go straight to Granny's house, her mother warned her. Don't dawdle along the way and don't talk to any strangers. They're bloody evil, them strangers and the woods are full of weirdos and are very, very dangerous. But when Little Red Riding Hood noticed some lovely flowers in the woods, she forgot her promise to her mum, and she picked a few and watched the butterflies flit about for a while, listened to the birds in the trees, and picked a few more flowers. Granny will bloody love these flowers. Perhaps she'll give me a couple of quid for them, thought Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood was enjoying the warm summer day so much that she didn't notice the dark shadow approaching out of the forest behind her, and suddenly a big bad wolf appeared beside her. What are you doing out here, little girl? The wolf asked in a voice as friendly as he could muster. Not in the slightest bit surprised to see a talking wolf, Little Red Riding Hood said, I'm on the way to see my granny who lives in the forest near the brook. She's got a right bad arse. I'm taking some of that posh bog roll. I'll come with you if you like. I've got some sweets back at my house. We could stop off there on the way, said the wolf. Bog off, mate. You might be one of them strangers that people go on about. Jog on, pal, said Little Red Riding Hood. And with that, she excused herself and rushed off down the path to Granny's house. The wolf, in the meantime, took a shortcut. The wolf, a little out of breath from running, arrived at Granny's house and knocked lightly on the door. Is that you, little Red Riding Hood? You've been bloody ages. Me Harris is giving me some right chip. Poo is coming out a bit like lava from a volcano. I'm sure the chicken from that takeaway wasn't cooked properly. And Granny opened the door thinking it was little Red Riding Hood. The wolf forced his way in and gobbled up Granny. The wolf chuckled to himself and thought he'll have a bit of fun dressing up like Granny and when Little Red Riding Hood pops along he'll pretend to be Granny and then bite her head right off. So the wolf put on Granny's nightgown and went to lie in bed and wait for Little Red Riding Hood. 
A few minutes later, Little Red Riding Hood knocked on the door. The wolf pulled the covers over his nose and shouted in an old lady's voice. Who is it? croaked the wolf. It's me, Little Red Riding Hood. How lovely. Do come in, my dear. When Little Red Riding Hood entered the little cottage, she could scarcely recognise her granny. Granny, your voice sounds so old. What's up? He had a stroke. Should I call an ambulance? She asked. Oh, don't bother with no ambulance. It's me poor horse has been playing me up today. Squeaked the wolf, forcing out a little trump at the end to prove a point. But Granny, what big ears you've got, said Little Red Riding Hood as she edged closer to the bed. All the better to hear you with, my dear, because you have a tendency to mumble a lot, don't you? Replied the wolf. But Granny, what big eyes you've got, said Little Red Riding Hood. All the better to see you with, my dear, because I'm so poor I can't afford to have the lights on anymore. What with that pittance to the pension the government give me, replied the wolf. But Granny, what big teeth you've got, said Little Red Riding Hood, her voice quivering slightly. All the better to eat you with, my dear, roared the wolf, and he leapt out of the bed and began to chase the little girl. Almost too late, Little Red Riding Hood realised the person in the bed was not her granny, but the creepy wolf who she'd met earlier in the forest. She ran across the room and through the door, shouting, Help, wolf! Help, wolf! as loudly as she could. A woodsman, who was chopping logs nearby, heard her cry. He grabbed his axe and sliced the wolf's head clean off and blood spurted everywhere, making a right bloody mess. Unfortunately for Granny, she was a goner. There's no coming back from being eaten by a wolf. And it was all Little Red Riding Hood's fault for talking to strangers. But on the plus side, Granny was very, very rich and left everything to Little Red Riding Hood's mum. And Little Red Riding Hood got a pony to help her get over the traumatic events of that day. The End I do hope you enjoyed that story, boys and girls, and remember, steer well clear of strangers, because there may not be a woodsman there to save you when the nonce is chasing you down. Ta-da for a bit. Randall Parker's Bedtime Stories <laughs>